So do any of these tweets resonate with your experience this past year? It feels like time has kind of lost its meaning. One day runs into the next. Our family has this whole breakfast schedule. There's a wonderful waffly Wednesday, and there's Thursday oatmeal, fabulous flapjack Friday, and so forth. Seriously, there are days that without it, I think that I'd have trouble tracking the days. For me, one of the things about studying ancient scriptures is that you realize how some things change, have changed so much, and some things haven't. Thinking of time, do you know why we have seven days in a week? Or why a day is divided into 24 hours? These roots are ancient. They're tied in, some even more ancient than our scriptures. The Sumerians, for example, they counted on their fingers, but they used the segments on their of just the four fingers, and so they used base 12 instead of 10 like we do. So, from the Sumerians, 12 hours in a day, 60 seconds in a minute. That was a convention that spread throughout the world even though pretty much everything else that we do is base 10. And when it comes to weeks, the Egyptians had 10-day weeks. The, the Romans had, at the time of Jesus, the Romans in the empire had roughly eight-day weeks. You had the Calends, the Nones, the Ides. So why do we have seven? And how does something as basic as the number of days in a week, how does that actually change? Well, the seven, it's because of the Babylonians. The Babylonians had a seven-day week, which was also part of their story of the creation of the world. And that story has some crossover with the creation story of Israel. There are two events that shaped the identity of the Israelites in the Hebrew scriptures. And those events are the exodus from Egypt and the Babylonian exile. Our Jewish ancestors are the only people, the only people to retain their identity, to have survived a period of multiple diasporas and attempted genocide. Jews have an amazing resilience. And in days like this, we would be wise to learn from them. Prior to Babylon conquering Jerusalem and taking the people into exile, the people of Israel didn't come together for a weekly time of worship. That was, that was new. But while they were in exile, Jews adapted to Babylon's seven-day week and they made it work for them. And by Jesus' day, the Babylonian week had become the new normal. And along with it, the custom, the rule that every seven days, people came together for a time of rest, worship, prayer, and learning. And we know that this was Jesus' custom. However, on a couple occasions, Jesus got called to task for violating the Sabbath rule. 
Here's one instance. One Sabbath, as Jesus was going through the wheat fields, his disciples were picking up heads of wheat, rubbing them in their hands and eating them. Some Pharisees said, why are you breaking the Sabbath law? Jesus replied, haven't you read what David and his companions did when they were hungry? He broke the law by going into God's house and eating the bread of the presence, which only the priests can eat. He also gave some of the bread to his companions. Then he said to them, the human one is Lord of the Sabbath. In David's day, the rules, the customs were different. So this is hundreds of years before Jesus. And rather than having synagogues or churches that met each week, there were holy sites around Israel. You had Bethel, you had Shiloh or, or Nob, the place where David broke the rule and ate the bread reserved for priests. A person could go at any time to worship at these sites and to honor God. You certainly didn't go every week, though. It was all those biblical holidays, Passover, Yom Kippur. That's when, around the nation, people would gather and worship and celebrate. But the Babylonian exile changed everything. When you've lost your nation, when your religion isn't dominant and your religious holidays aren't given time off to be observed, you adapt to survive. Jews in exile, they began to come together in small communities each week to worship and connect with each other to keep their identity and their connection to God alive. The temple was gone. It was destroyed. So there was no big temple for holidays. And the sites of Shiloh, Bethel, Nob, all gone. Jews adapted to survive, to get through. And they created a new normal. They created a cycle of gathering in synagogue communities weekly to hear the story of their ancestors. And that cycle kept a sense of community and connection to God alive. By Jesus' day, the weekly cycle of gathering that, that they inherited during the exile, that had become the rule. And Jesus broke the rule. He and his followers were hungry as they were traveling. So they took some wheat as they were walking to eat it. And that broke the rule against working. They were harvesting on the Sabbath. And Jesus counters that the rule itself was made for the benefit of people. The rules should be a blessing, a benefit for humanity not a punishment. When the rules no longer serve in that way, they need to be adapted. That's how people survive when the world turns upside down. On another Sabbath, Jesus entered a synagogue to teach. 
A man was there whose right hand was withered. The legal experts and the Pharisees were watching him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. They were looking for a reason to bring charges against him. Jesus knew their thoughts, so he said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. He got up and stood there. Jesus said to the legal experts and the Pharisees, Here's a question for you. Is it legal on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or destroy it? Looking around them all, he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he did and his hand was made healthy. They were furious and began talking with each other about what to do to Jesus. When things spin out of control, some people want to double down on the rules, thinking that they can regain some measure of control. But when I look back at how our Jewish ancestors actually survived exile in Babylon. When I look at how Africans survived centuries of slavery and persecution, I see people who found ways to adapt, to save lives, to bless and to be a benefit, even if it meant breaking the rules. COVID has forced all of us into a kind of exile, into a new reality. And there are times that cause fundamental changes, sometimes down to the details of what a, a week actually is. The Babylonian exile was one. And we're going through one of those times right now, too. Whole industries are changing. How many businesses have gone under and along with them the livelihoods of the people working in them? How many of us have suffered depression, losing our connections at holidays, at our weekly church gatherings, or just going out with friends? In a lot of ways, COVID accelerated changes that were already happening. Jesus' rule-breaking, it came at a time just before Jerusalem would again be destroyed. The story is a reminder that our resilience isn't found in holding on to rules, but adapting them for the benefit, for the health of people. Whether those rules are about elections or mask wearing or simply how worship in a church community like this will be, our resilience comes from adapting in ways and with the intent to benefit the health and the welfare of people. We are experiencing a time where things are changing fundamentally. And in the months ahead, we're all going to begin to develop a new normal. We're not going back. We can't. And we shouldn't. The lessons of our ancestors tell us that we need to adapt.
Our resilience doesn't come from following the rules, the traditions. Our resilience comes from adapting in ways that benefit the health and community of people. So what do you think needs to change? How can you and I, how can we adapt our lives in ways that will promote health and resilience? How can this church community, how can we adapt in ways that will be a blessing, a benefit to the larger community? That's what the survey that you've got is asking. The Babylonian exile, it was horrible. It was painful. There were no guarantees that the people of Israel would survive. And the nation never really came back the same. The pandemic has been painful. No nation has guarantees that it will survive. Things have to change. We have to adapt. Some rules need to be broken. Some sicknesses, and I'm not just talking about COVID, but what about the sickness of white supremacy? Sickness needs to be addressed. Each of us has decisions as individuals, as households, as faith communities. We have decisions to make about how do we move forward? And I firmly believe that the values expressed in the teachings of Jesus, values of living sustainably at peace, valuing the worth and the dignity of all people, all people, those values can guide us with resilience into the future. So claim that path. Find ways of adapting to this new reality. Learning from the past, I believe that we may come out of this painful time stronger, more resilient, and healthier. Will you pray with me? Spirit of Christ, lead us to break the rules that no longer serve. Help us to adapt in ways that address our sicknesses. And help us adapt sustainably for the health of all who on earth do dwell. Help us adapt guided by the peaceable teachings of Jesus into a future of hope. And may all of God's people say, Amen.